there are many myths about Jesus. In these programs, we're talking to some experts who can help us get at the facts behind the myths. We've been looking at the myth that the Bible accounts of Jesus were made up and altered during a long period while they were passed on by word of mouth. We've explored some of the evidence that the stories in the Bible are based on the testimony of people who saw and heard Jesus. According to Professor Richard Borkham, one way they show they are giving us eyewitness testimony is how they use names. We saw last time how this applies to minor characters. But it also applies to the main characters in the story. But if we're looking for major eyewitnesses, the, the, the sort of person who might have uh, told the main outline of a gospel story and a lot of the, a lot of the details, um, we're really looking at the major disciples of Jesus who were around all the time. And the early church seems to have thought of the, these sort of key eyewitnesses as people who were there from the beginning to the end. They actually use this phrase a number of times in different parts of the New Testament. Luke uses it in his preface to his Gospel, very interesting. Those who were eyewitnesses from the beginning, he claims. So Luke is the one person who's very explicit about that. He talks about his, his sources. Um, he has a preface to the Gospel which does this. Um, and Luke says he has depended on those who were eyewitnesses from the beginning. And they meant from the beginning of Jesus' public ministry, people who were around right through the story and could, uh, could vouch for it. So if you start reading Mark's Gospel, for example, the first disciple you come across um, is Peter, Simon Peter. And he's called by Jesus to be a disciple in the first little story about disciples. He's called along with his brother, uh, brother Andrew, Simon Peter and Andrew, the two brothers. Um, but Peter's name is really rather oddly emphasised. Mark says Simon and Simon's brother Andrew. He could very well have said Simon and his brother Andrew. He's obviously highlighting the name Simon. And then if you look right to the end of Mark's Gospel, you find that it's the same disciple, Simon Peter, who is the last disciple to be named in the whole story. Um, so here you have, I think, a sort of bookend device uh, that encloses the whole story of Jesus' ministry, death, resurrection, and tells us in a way that Peter is the person who has main responsibility in Mark's Gospel for having uh, handed this story on um, so that Mark can write it down. Um, just one other interesting thing while I'm on Mark's Gospel is that there is a big gap in the story where Peter is not on the scene. Um, Peter, as it were, defects from Jesus, point where Jesus is arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. So for the following events, where Jesus is actually taken away to be crucified, where Jesus dies, um, where Jesus is laid in the tomb, and then a couple of days later, the women find the tomb empty and are told that he's risen from the dead. Um, Peter is not there for those events. Um, very explicitly not there for those events. So, any reader alert to eyewitnesses would, would be asking, well, who were the eyewitnesses for this section? And Mark, I think, makes it very clear. Once you ask that question, you can see what Mark is saying very clearly. And the main eyewitnesses he talks about are the women disciples of Jesus. Mark has not introduced the women disciples into the story at all until this point. And then he says, when Jesus is dying on the cross, um, the women 
He names three of them uh, are there looking on while Jesus dies. And then he says they are there observing when Jesus is buried. And it's they who come to the tomb on Easter Sunday morning. And all the time Mark is saying the women saw, they looked, they observed. They don't really do anything else. They just look. Um, and clearly Mark is casting them in the role of eyewitnesses. So this bit of the story, which is terribly important bit of the story, of course, uh, for Mark's narrative, um, he's taken care to show us that where Peter wasn't around, some other people definitely were. The myth is that the Bible's accounts of Jesus were made up and altered during a long period while they were passed on by word of mouth. The fact is that the official witnesses to the life of Jesus had to be people who'd been with him from the beginning of his ministry. Simon Peter was one such person. He's named right at the start of Mark's Gospel, and right at the end. This kind of bookending may be Mark's way of showing us that his account is based on Peter's testimony. Whether or not you find this specific argument persuasive, it's clear that the Bible's accounts have various ways to show that they're based on the testimony of eyewitnesses. Next time, we'll look at who wrote the Bible's accounts, 